Thank you for joining us for the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. The Advancing Oceanside podcast hosts business and community leaders from all industries to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for a prosperous economic climate here in Oceanside. Hello, and welcome back to the Advancing Oceanside podcast. We've got a brand new host and a brand new guest for you today, and we're super excited for you to hear this interview. The Oceanside Chamber's own events and programs coordinator, Portia Copeland, sits down with Visit Oceanside CEO, Leslie Gall. This episode is filled with great insight and details on Oceanside's tourism and why it's so important to the growth of our city. You'll hear about the challenges Oceanside's tourism faces, but the innovative ways Visit Oceanside is working to not only mitigate those issues, but create new opportunities to bring people into our city. Leslie is so knowledgeable and her passion to keep Oceanside a top beach destination is evident. This interview is honestly the best way for us to kick off season three of the Advancing Oceanside podcast. So let's jump right into it. Hi, good morning. My name is Portia Copeland. I'm the Events and Programs Coordinator here at the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. And today on Advancing Oceanside, we have Miss Leslie Gall, the CEO of Visit Oceanside. Good morning. How are you? Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and kind of shine a light on tourism and Oceanside. Awesome. Well, let's just get right into it. Um, my favorite question to ask is, where are you originally from? And can you provide a little background about yourself. Yeah, so I grew up on a farm in Missouri in a little town um, north of Kansas City. Um, So it was a great way to grow up. Um, It's, I love traveling and getting out and about, um, but I certainly love going back home. It's my place to get a little respite and it's peaceful and to just just go back there and relax. It's, it is one of my happy places. And I was fortunate to grow up that way. And I'm fortunate that my children got to experience that way of life. Um, I went to the University of Missouri um, and got a degree in advertising and marketing um, and had the opportunity to use that throughout my career. Um, my husband is um, a retired Marine. And that allowed us to travel a lot and live in Australia, which was a wonderful experience. Um, I think everyone should live outside of the States if they have an opportunity just to get that perspective. Um, So we've just leveraged all those travels as much as we could to have new experiences. And I was fortunate that travel was important to my parents. Um, We traveled a lot growing up by car because we didn't have a lot of money. Um, but it allowed us to see a lot of different states and have little adventures along the way. So travel has always been weaved into my life um, professionally and personally. And um, I'm lucky that I get to be able to make a living promoting Oceanside, the place that we've made our home. I love that. And then how did you get started with Visit Oceanside? So it's an interesting story. Um, I've worked in tourism in the San Diego area for many years. I started out at the San Diego North Convention and Visitors Bureau during marketing for them. Um, And when we moved to Australia and came back, I was kind of ready to get back into the industry. And the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, ironically, was looking for a director of tourism. 
Um, so I was fortunate that David Nidegger hired me as the director of tourism. And as tourism grew, we saw the need as an industry to really separate and create our own destination marketing organization to really focus on our mission and goals. And um, we saw this as a huge opportunity for the city um, for economic growth and just really focus on that. So through collaborating with the industry partners and the especially the lodging partners and city staff, we were able to create a tourism marketing district and create Oceanside's first destination marketing organization with that. So, and we've been doing it for, we're 16 years old now. Or let me, no, let me, the, um, I've been doing this for 16 years in Oceanside, but the organization is almost 13 years old. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I did not realize that uh, the chamber had that and then you guys moved forward and you guys have a beautiful facility that um, has been remodeled and unveiled. And uh, could you tell us a little bit about your building? Because I just love going across the street and seeing all the fun and informative. And I mean, you guys just did an incredible job. So if you could share a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you. So our our um, home offices are the California Welcome Center, um, which is a visitor center, and it's a wonderful asset that we have for the community. Um, that was actually, David Nidegger actually um, lobbied to have that advocated to have a Welcome Center in Oceanside, and it really helped leverage the state brand and um, pull people off the highway into Oceanside. So I think that was a really smart move, especially back in the day as we were growing and growing um, tourism. Um, it's kind of, it's one of the tools in the toolbox. It is um, just a part of our overall scope of work. Um, Visit Oceanside really focuses on outreach marketing to bring visitors in to Oceanside, um, but it's a wonderful um, asset that we have. And again, just a tool in the toolbox. So when people come to Oceanside, they do have a place to go to get information and talk to a live person and um, get an idea of what they what there is to see and do in the area. Um, I always tell the volunteers that they wield a lot of power in Oceanside because they really do influence what that visitor um, does and experience here and, and helps um, impact the economy in, in that way. And um, we did remodel the Welcome Center a few years ago, as you know, yes. um, we thought it was really important that it reflected the brand. We did a brand initiative in 2016 that um, we were excited that on a side note, actually won some awards, some San Diego Addy Awards. So it was, we were really excited that that helped put Oceanside on the map in San Diego. But um, anyway, we thought it was really important that the Welcome Center reflected the brand personality um, with the action sport exhibits and the surf exhibits and celebrating the culture and the arts in the community through photography and, and information um, with the, as you know, we have the Volkswagen VW yes. bug that's um, yes. a convertible and just kind of um, honors kind of the spirit of the destination and our culture and lifestyle here. So it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. I love it. And I encourage everyone to just go in and visit. Everyone is just so amazing and so knowledgeable. The volunteers that are there just dedicated and um, there to help. So I love what you guys are doing over there and in the community. And so my next question is, um, why is tourism so important to the quality of life of Oceanside residents? So tourism, it really is a symbiotic relationship that we have with the local residents. Um, because it is such an opportunity for economic growth to our city, it generates a lot of tax dollars. 
Um, last year, we had record number of tax dollars generated. Um, over 30, I think it's $36 million were generated in total tax revenues that go back to fund vital services for our community, whether it's parks and rec, roads, um, police, fire, um, all those things that help support. Um, but in addition, it also it supports the amenities that our locals enjoy in our community. Our restaurants um, enjoy the majority of visitors spending. When you look at the breakdown, more money is spent in our our um, dining scene and even our lodging scene because it's become an important experience. So it helps support these amenities that our locals enjoy. We want to have nice restaurants need out. We want to have um, arts, and, arts and cultural things, activities and museums to experience. And the visitor spending helps sustain those things. They can't rely on the local dollar alone, although it's really important and it's the foundation for our businesses. Um, that tourism dollar helps put them over the edge and help make money to create these wonderful things that we all enjoy. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So knowledgeable. And um, so with that being said, having observed Oceanside's tourism for a number of years, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges affecting the industry and how are you working to negate those? So, oh gosh, obviously the last couple of years has been incredibly challenging for so many industries. And um, especially the hospitality and tourism industry. I think it's, um, you can argue that that industry was hit harder than any other industry during the pandemic, especially when it comes to workforce. I think it allowed people the opportunity to um, make changes in their life and look and see what they really wanted to do and what was important to them. And um, and the hospitality and tourism can be a, a tough industry to work in, um, although there's so many wonderful bennies and um, things that impact your quality of life um, that are good about the tourism industry. Um, there's still some challenges with that. So I think workforce is going to be a challenge moving forward. Um, the demand is coming back. You, you hear a lot about revenge travel and pinup demand. I think people are so ready to travel again and experience new things, but the workforce isn't there to support that demand. So there's still a little bit of struggle there. Um, I think as um, consumers, we need to have a little grace when it comes to this industry because they just don't, the workforce just isn't, hasn't come back yet to support it. So we're going to continue to work with the chamber on that. Um, we appreciate the chamber's work that they're done, that they've done on workforce development. Um, we're trying to do some things on our own as an industry as well to help support that. We've never really had to focus on that as an industry because we're more marketing oriented, but the reality is um, we do have to take a look at this and support things that the chamber's doing, the things that Cal Travel's doing, and what can we do as an organization, looking at um, scholarships to help inspire people to work in this industry, um, to, to show them that there is a lot of entrepreneurial opportunities within this industry. There's a lot of things that you get from a customer service standpoint that you learn, those little intangible things that you learn in our industry that help prepare you. Um, there's some stats that show that those who started out in tourism in the long term earn more money than any other industry. Um, and that's something that's not very well known. Um, yeah. And we don't get a lot of credit for that. So just getting them to understand that there is a, a really good path in our industry and, and there really is a strong spirit of entrepreneurship in our industry and getting them to understand that. Another um, couple other challenges that we have, um, particularly in Oceanside, our beach, and um, really focusing on preserving our beaches. We're a beach destination. It's the number one experience that people want to have when they come to Oceanside, not surprising. 
Um, so we want to make sure we're preserving that experience. Um, and, and not only is it important to the visitor and economic development standpoint and generating money, it's important to our culture. It's it's a part of Oceanside's way of life. It's important socially um, and it's to, and a part of our heritage. So I think it's really key to our quality of life as well as, as tourism to make sure that we're preserving that and preserving that experience. And then also with the growth that we've experienced in Oceanside, I think there's a little sense of over-tourism. Um, and really, I think that's more of a percep perception than reality, but um, we do have to manage that and manage it in a smart way. And so we want to look at that as an organization and making sure we're communicating to the industry that we care about that, we care about that balance. Um, but we do have a lot of room to grow in the off-season. So how do we look at diverse ways to grow tourism in the off-season and not focus on July um, at the beach? Because we we know it's busy, it's crowded, but we still have um, a lot of um, availability throughout the year that we need to fill. And that will generate a lot of tax dollars by just growing that demand in the off-season and create increasing that occupancy um, and generating more tax dollars um, in those lower impact times. So there is there it's just educating people and letting them understand we need to we need to continue to grow, but be smart about it and focus on those off season need period times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. And um, what are some of the initiatives you've worked on to help promote Oceanside and its businesses? You, you guys do a lot over there. So I would love for you to to share a little bit about what you're doing. So uh, just on short-term strategies, you know, as we continue to grow and as a Destiny marketing organization, it's really important that that money goes into promoting the destination. Um, and we really focus on outreach marketing because we got small, we really focus on those dry market areas. Um, obviously, LA, Inland Empire, and Arizona is really important markets to us. And we want to make sure we continue to um, um, feed and feed those markets and maintain that business while looking at new and emerging markets for the area, such as Salt Lake, Nevada, Colorado, and also new niches as well in lifestyle. Um, we have what we call our personality pillars, which are family, arts, and culture, culinary, um, outdoor, recreation, our action sport industry, and our group industry. So how do we take who we are and continue to market those lifestyle niches who are interested in that kind of travel. But we also have a new niche that's coming online and, and it's that luxury with the new product. Um, we need to make sure we're speaking to that luxury market, but that luxury market for Oceanside is a little different um, because of our personality and um, the laid back vibe that we have. We wanna look at that luxury travel who appreciates that, who appreciates that authenticity, who wants to have that you incorporate that unique vibe and be a part of a diverse community while having that luxury experience. So I think that's kind of a unique selling point for Oceanside and a new market that we can go after and look at. We kind of are looking at destinations that are similar to ours and, and what they're doing and how we can um, leverage those opportunities and bring in a new new visitor and a visitor that appreciates the environment and, you know, a quality visitor versus quantity visitor. And, and what can we do to target that? And then long-term, what I'm really excited about is our, our sustainable tourism master plan that we're working on. Um, I'm excited that our board of directors have made this a priority and really looking at Oceanside holistically and how we move the needle and create more demand in the off season, but also do it in a way that balances the needs of the local residents 
with the needs of the industry and driving economic impact. Um, so we'll be surveying residents, we'll be surveying the industry, we'll be surveying our clients, we'll be working closely with city staff and city leadership, um, interviewing and having conversations with them. I'm excited again that um, Scott at the Chamber is, is a part of this and can bring that perspective um, as we go through this process. Um, but we really want to look at how we how we develop the destination. What what product development can we look at, such as the agritourism um, initiative in South Moore Hills? We see that as a huge opportunity that continues to separate Oceanside as a unique destination. When you look at farm to sea opportunities and how do we create synergy there? Not very many destinations have that that offering. Um, looking at El Corazon and the opportunities out there and the new soccer arena. Um, looking at things like a conference center. Do we need a conference center? I'm not saying that we do, but looking at those types of things, do, does it justify that? Are there markets out there, that new markets um, that we're not seeing that are appropriate for Oceanside? And another thing that's really important is this is our arts and culture. Um, I feel like one of our biggest strengths is our diversity and the different um, neighborhoods and communities and ethnicities that make up Oceanside. And how do we celebrate that and honor that? I think visitors want to experience things like that that are unique um, to destinations. And I think we have such a rich story to tell that we've never really tapped into. So I want to make sure we're working with those communities. I think there's some really neat opportunities with the San Luis Rey Band of Indians of the Luceno tribe. Um, I know they um, want to look at having a cultural center. How can we advocate and support for, for things like that? That would be a wonderful experience for our visitors while also educating our visitors, educating our locals, sustaining their heritage, and hopefully providing revenue so they can um, continue to educate their next generation and provide tools um, for their next generation. So again, that symbiotic relationship. So that's, it's kind of a lofty goal, this, this sustainable tourism master plan, but we're really excited about it and, and looking at the community holistically. Um, one of the other, I'm kind of rambling on. No, on, I love on, it. On, so so I'm obviously very. Go. No, you go. You're passionate. I'm very, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm I am, yes. About continue, this. Continue. Um, but one of the most exciting things about it is, is that we're partnering with the Glo Global Sustainable Tourism Council on this to do a, a sustainable, to look at our assets from a sustainable tourism point of view. Um, and we're the only, the, the only, we're the um, second destination in California who's partnered with the Global Sustainable Tourism Council and we're the first beach destination. So I feel like this is really progressive thinking and I, I'm really excited that Oceanside is looking at this. Um, again, that the board thought that this was important um, to look at it from a sustainability standpoint. Um, so, and being one of the first to do it is pretty exciting. Um, so more, more, more to come on that. There we go. So exciting. So exciting. And, and with that, um, the city, or excuse me, the Oceanside City Council recently approved the Ocean Camp Project. Um, how important are projects like this? I'm really excited about the Ocean Camp Project. Um, we've been supporting it for a long time because one of the one of the key things about it is I think it's inherent to who we are. And when we look at products and looking at new things coming in, I think it's great when they are celebrating things that are already inherent to Oceanside. And obviously the action sport industry and the surf culture is really important to our community. Um, it's a part of our DNA and to create something that that honors and celebrates that and provides another um, platform 
for that sport, I think is really positive, while at the same time, it's generating economic impact and jobs for our community. I think having the surf wave and with the Olympics coming to LA, the surf wave park and the Olympics coming to LA, I think that's a huge opportunity. Um, we're already talking about partnerships on how we um, look at um, bringing some of that business in, whether it's training that will occur or um, product demos that can occur at the wave park with some of the surfboard manufacturers, um, looking at different ways that we can attract that and partner um, and go after those business opportunities with them. So it's, it's very exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, here we go. So are there any opportunities for collaboration or partnership between Visit Oceanside and Ocean Camp? I think you touched on it a little bit, but um, yeah. if you could elaborate. Yeah, so I do think there's um, a lot of opportunities. It's a little new. It's a little early until they get right. their teams in place. Um, but I do see opportunities to go on sales calls together and um, trade shows together. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm working with them a little bit. We're already having conversations, especially as it relates to the um, the Olympics and the surf team. And um, we have a partnership with the USA surf team right now. And as you know, Oceanside is one of the official training grounds for the USA surf team. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to continue to grow that partnership and Ocean Camp can play a really important role in that. And US team is, is supporting Ocean Camp, as you know, they have been one of the supporters of that. So really creating synergy with that. I think if we can go in collaborati collaboratively to compete, um, I know Visit Huntington Beach is a popular um, destination for surf and, and they're branded as um, as Surf USA in Huntington Beach. So how can we join collaborative financially and resources to compete with destinations like that and get a little piece of it? We don't want to, we don't need it all for ourselves. We can, we right. can share, but at least get a piece of that. I think Oceanside deserves that. And, and it's again, a part of who we are. So how do we leverage that and, and get our, our fair share of it as well? Absolutely. And, um, are there any future projects you're working on that you expect will bring tourists to our city? Yes. So there's a couple of things. Um, we want to continue to expand our brand. We feel like the brand is really important to, to differentiate us from other beach destinations. We really um, pride ourselves in not being cookie cutter in that, that kind of local beach vibe that is still, it's one of the few beach towns that still have that in a genuine way. So we want to make sure um, we continue to highlight that, highlight our artisans, our local craftsmen, um, that entrepreneur spirit, we again, we really think those are things that, that separate us. So we want to continue to bring our brand to life and do and align ourselves with different other brands out there um, and create affinity programs that not might not necessarily be tourism related, such as action sport brands. Are there opportunities to align ourselves with those where we have the same philosophy, the same market, but we collaborate? Um, and we have some things we're working on. I don't want to quite share yeah. yet um, okay. that I think are really exciting that um, we hope to be launching um, next year. And then, of course, the tourism master plan and really looking at that and those opportunities and how we significantly move the needle. Um, we feel like we can market till we're blue in the face, but there's things that we still need to work on. Um, to really move that needle significantly for, for our industry partners and really making sure that there's year-round business that support the, the, 
the hotels, but also the restaurants, our museums, our recreational activities. How do we do things that um, sustain them year round? So those are going to be important things that we're looking at and looking at impacting infrastructure improvements like the sand and beautification and signage and wayfinding and, and making sure we're being thoughtful about the aesthetics and how that looks. We want to be practical, but also be reflective of who Oceanside is. So when people come, we're delivering on that brand experience that we're promoting. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And so um, how can community members or tourists find out more? So obviously our website is a key resource for us. Um, visit Oceanside.org. Um, it's a great resource, not just from if you have friends and family visiting and want to see what the latest thing to do is on our event calendar or look at things to see and do, but it's also a great resource for our industry partners. If you're wanting research information, um, we do a spring break report. If you really want to look at that and kind of see where there might be bumps in travel and how you leverage that and how you speak to those different markets. Um, so it's just a great resource too, from an industry standpoint standpoint. We also have a two-week calendar that we um, have on our website that our industry can download. I know a lot of our restaurants not only use that for their front staff to be able to tell visitors what's going on and being a positive ambassador out there for us, they also use it to help staff their restaurants. If they need, if they need, a major event is coming, then they know they need to staff up accordingly. So that's a great resource as well. So it's kind of two-prong, and I encourage everybody to just check it out and really kind of move through it and kind of see the different resources on there. Yeah. And then how about your Instagram, which I love, which I've been able to find out what to do on the weekends with friends and family. So what is your Instagram handle? At Visit Oceanside. We have two handles, actually. At Visit Oceanside is, is kind of our tourism handle, um, which we hope, which our goal is to really be inspirational. We want to weave in kind of the things to do, but also inspire people to come at the same time. Um, so it's that balance of, of how we present that information. And then we also have at Dine Oceanside, um, which really focuses on our culinary scene. That was really kicked off the renaissance in Oceanside. And really a lot of our young entrepreneurs who often, a lot of them grew up in Oceanside and wanted to come back and, and open something special for their own community. So it's a way to really celebrate what's going on in the dining industry. It's been amazing to see. And it's amazing to see people come from San Diego and LA into Oceanside for our dining scene. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so last question, I love this one. And this is, what does it mean for you to advance Oceanside? Oh, gosh. Well, it's, you know, it's amazing where we've come over the years and how everybody has played a role in that. Um, the residents, the the chamber, visit Oceanside and really leading and guiding that. So I think it's just really important to continue this momentum and continue it in a balanced way. So we're thinking about economic development, but also looking to what's meaningful for the, the residents and, and how we balance that. There's this saying in our industry that if you're building something for the residents, most likely it's going to be a place where the visitors want to come and experience too. So taking care of that, that quality of life and, and making sure the community understands that these things do benefit and impact their quality of life. We deserve to have nice park and rec facilities. We deserve to have events, quality events for um, not just our visitors, but for our community to enjoy. Um, this impacts our education because when we have that balance, it's a place where people want to 
not only just visit, but also live and work and how, and it attracts businesses to come and open up here that creates job opportunities. So, you know, I often talk about that symbiotic relationship, but it all does work together. And as a community, we deserve that. We just, we deserve to have that quality of life and, and look at things holistically. So we have resiliency in the future and be relevant to the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Leslie. It's always a pleasure. I just really appreciate your enthusiasm and your knowledge when it comes to the city of Oceanside and the residents and tourism and just what Visit Oceanside is doing for the community. So again, I'm so appreciative of you and your team and thank you for your time today and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. I appreciate you and and always shining a light on the different industries and and giving tourism a voice as a part of that. We're part of the story. So I appreciate that and what you do too. So my pleasure and thanks for your time. Awesome. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. Continue with us on our journey to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for Oceanside. You can view all of our other podcasts on any podcast listening locations, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or visit our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to catch all the latest updates on all things Oceanside. Join us next week as we host another influential leader from our community.